How's it everyone, and welcome back to Recreated. Today, I want to talk about the leper. So in Matthew 8 verse 1, it says, When he came down from the mountain, great crowds followed him. And behold, the leper came to him, and knelt before him, saying, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. And Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him, saying, I will be clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. And I'm just going to stop there. There is so much to this that is difficult to describe. But just imagine where the leper was. Because you see, a leper is considered unclean to everyone. And when a leper is unclean, when someone is unclean, they cannot touch anything because that would make someone else unclean. And so when someone was unclean, everyone in the streets, if they knew the person was unclean, they'd be shouting, unclean. And they wouldn't come near him. They would chase him away or run away themselves. But now this is also leprosy. And so people are running away from him because they don't want to catch his leprosy. They don't want to be unclean themselves. They don't want to be leprous themselves. Because as a leper, you have to live away from your family. You have to live away from your children, your, your wife. Or for the girls, if you're leprous, you have to live away from your husbands. you would be completely alone and no one would want to be intimate with you, friendly with you. They would do everything they could to avoid you. And so I don't know how long this man was leprous. It could be five years, it could be more, it could be less. Everyone would have avoided him in those five, in those years. They would have been shouting at him, unclean. They would have chased him away and did everything they could to get away from him. And so Jesus came down from the mountain. Great crowds followed him. And so... When the leper came before Jesus and knelt before him, the crowd would have been hiding. The crowd would have been 
scared and shouting unclean, don't go near him, Jesus. He's a leper. But he knelt before him saying, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. It's that him, one of the most, so to speak, unclean men regarded by people. And he's standing before the Lord saying, you can make me clean. He recognized the holiness of Jesus. And Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him. Unworthy of the touch of man, yet worthy of the touch of God. Jesus touched him, him who should be untouchable, him who should be run away from. Jesus touched him. But then after that, it says, saying, I will be clean. And immediately, his leprosy was cleansed. You see, Jesus touched him first. And Matthew is very careful to point this out. Jesus touched him first. And immediately after the word, he was clean. And so Jesus could have said the word without touching him. And he would have been cleaned. But Jesus decided to touch him in love to reach out his hand to stretch out his hand and touch him he would have been happy if he was just healed from leprosy but god decided to show him how loved he was how much of a child he was to him and so jesus touched him where everyone else would run, Jesus touched. And that's what I want to point out. There's two things. One, if you are feeling so unclean with whatever it may be, if you've been trying to leave an addiction, and maybe you just stumbled and you're feeling so unclean. Jesus will reach out and touch you. Just kneel before him saying, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. And whatever else it may be that for you is making you feel unclean. Kneel before Jesus and just say, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. Jesus can make you clean. And Jesus shows you 
what he will do for you. He won't just say, be clean. And we rejoice because of that. But he reaches out his hand and touches you. The love of a father. He shows you that he still loves you. He shows you that he is still with you. He shows you that he, although everyone else may run away from you, he will not run away from you. And he'll show the world that in him you are clean. In his eyes, you are clean. In his eyes, you are touchable. And his holiness will make you holy. His righteousness will make you righteous. Because he died for you. He is the ultimate sacrifice. The ultimate reason we can be cleansed. Him alone. His blood alone. His body alone. His body is true food. His blood is true drink. Eat and drink. To the thirsty, he will give you water from the fountains of life. He'll give you living water. and Fountains of living water will flow out of you as a result of it. To the thirsty, he says, come. He doesn't chase you away. He doesn't scare you off. He says, come. Come to me, I will touch you. Come to me, I will love you. Come to me, I will make you clean. Where you feel unclean, I will make you clean. Where he, where you feel disgusted and dirty, come to Jesus. He will make you clean. He will reach out his hand and touch you and remind you who you are. And remind you how much he loves you. And he will declare, be clean. This is God's will. That's why he answers, I will. I will be clean. God loves you more than you could ever dream of. More than you could ever imagine. And He will always, 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 always welcome you back with open arms. Just kneel before Him. Call Him Lord. He's your Lord. Recognize who he is to you. And recognize what he can do. Because he can make you clean. And his will, when you humble yourself before him, is that he will reach out his hand and touch you. I will be clean. Immediately afterwards in 8 verse 4, And Jesus said to him, See that you say nothing to anyone, but go, show yourself to the priest, and offer the gift that Moses commanded as a proof to them. 
And you see in Leviticus 14, 1 to 7, it talks about what is it that he actually has to go do. And they have to, they'll have two doves. The one dove will be killed and the other one will be dipped in the blood. And you see Jesus represents that dove which is killed and you represent the dove which is alive because you will be dipped in the blood of Jesus. And that's how you are made clean. That's how you are made holy and righteous in His eyes. Remember what He did for you. He must be your Lord and the only way you can be made clean is by His blood so you must know what He did for you. You must know that He died for you. You must, must know. His blood is enough. Jesus is enough to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Just humble yourself before the Lord. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Jesus loves you so much. Don't ever forget that. Don't ever, ever, ever forget that. And don't let evil try tell you otherwise. Don't let your shame and guilt try tell you. Don't let your fear try tell you. Don't let whatever it may be or anyone try tell you that Jesus doesn't love you. He wants to make you clean. He wants to help you walk away from the sins in your life. Just make sure you're walking away from it. Love Jesus enough that you run to Him. For He says, Oh, you who love God, hate evil. So don't let His love be an excuse for you to do things that make you feel shameful or guilty. Just run to Him. Humble yourself before Him and call Him Lord. Let Him be Lord of your life. Lord of everything. And He will always reach out His hand and touch you and cleanse you. It doesn't matter how deep you've gone in the sin. He can always bring you back out. Just make sure you kneel before Him saying, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. And then remember His answer. Because He will always, always do that to you. He will reach out His hand and touch you, saying, I will be clean. His sacrifice is already done. There's nothing you have to do. It's already done. Jesus makes you clean because of what He's done. Because your sins were nailed to the cross and your name is engraved on the palm of His hands.
Jesus' name, you are clean. So remember, Jesus loves you. And have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day and life. Perfectly in love with Jesus.